Thanks, Greg Hosts. We're back. It's 21.06 here on Monday, the 7th of June on SAFM. Songhez of Phineas and Lesejo giving you the best of what we can on this evening's slot of the viewpoint. And talking about the best, it doesn't get better than Miss Anya van Beek, talent strategist, leadership expert and executive coach. This is a conversation about four things that every job seeker should know. One down, CV tips. Let's go to the second tip, Anya. Good evening and welcome back. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah. So the next one, now that you have impressed them with your CV, as I said, make it unique, out of the box, something that catch the uh, recruiter's eye, now you, now you have landed your first interview. And I think the first thing that I want to highlight with the interview is we see a tendency that people um, go with what we call hire the smile or hire the attitude, teach the skill. Because it's so important in this human-centric um, work ways of working um, that we get the, the right people. Um, and it's not necessarily only about the skill. So it's really when you're in front of that interviewer to showcase who you are. And my best tip there for them would be to don't stress too much because if you stress too much, you will find that your executive brain shuts down and you just can't be yourself. So I say use the interview as the place where you can um, allow them to get to know yourself and just be who you are. Don't try to impress too much. Um, I always say whenever you prepare for an interview, have your list of interview questions available. Um, Ask some relevant questions about the financial stability of the company, what the culture is all about. And I always love to hear from the recruiter, why are they, um, what do they love about working at that company? And I think nowadays that we work very in a hybrid um, environment, a lot of the interviews is sometimes, you know, via Zoom or via MS Teams. And there I just want to remind um, the, the listeners to when you do an interview, make sure that your, your cell phone or the laptop or whatever you're using is at eye height. And that is that if you look the other person in the eye, if possible, just have natural light coming from the front. Um, that would be the best way. And sometimes I know when I'm working virtually, you don't want to look at yourself the whole time. And then just hide yourself. You. Um, don't get distracted. But you know what is quite interesting is I have seen research that has indicated that first-time job seekers usually just accept the first salary that they offered and they don't negotiate. Um, and it's about the research that I have seen is that 60% of the millennials don't negotiate salaries. And my advice to them would be, don't just take the first offer on the table. Um, negotiate a little bit because your starting salary will impact the rest of your financial earnings. Oh, but that's a very forward. skewed power engagement. I mean, first-time job seeker yeah. negotiating a salary. <laughs> it's it's so, very difficult. Uh, so do, you, do you want me to give you a tip? I think it's important for the individual just to know their worth. So I would say at least do your homework and know that the salary, I mean, you can nowadays just Google and see more or less what a salary should be um, should be earning. And 
if you're afraid to negotiate, then make sure that you understand what the whole package, the, what we call cost to company, what that involves. So sometimes they will pay you a salary. Make sure that you understand does that include medical aid or provident fund. Um, have a look at the uh, leave days that they give you, etc. So if you feel sure I don't have the confidence, at least don't just say yes. So, okay, help me understand what is the next salary after tax, etc. And then that's how you will get a little bit more comfortable because I think it's important for all of us to know our worth um, and to make sure that you um, that you get at least what you deserve in sure. your first role. Let's fly through the last two tips, shall we? Yes, definitely. So now you've landed your, um, and you've been successful and you've now been appointed into the new role. And what we so often see is that the first few weeks in any organization, in any new organization, can be overwhelming. And people feel sure there's so many new processes, new faces, you want to impress them. And especially now with the hybrid ways of work, it's not as if you even have the other colleagues that are starting um, as newbies with you. So you don't necessarily meet them face to face. So my tip would be is that when you start with a company, make sure that you get sufficient time with your manager. And the, the, the reasoning behind that is not only is it opportunity for you to clarify and have conversations about what, they, what their expectations are, um, but also just to understand how you're going to handle conflict, how do they prefer to, uh, you know, communicate with you, things like that. But I think it's critical for any new starter to know what is expected of them. What do they need to deliver if needed in the first week, the first month, the first quarter. So, again, why that is so important is that's usually where, um, those, you know, the first three months links back to your probation period. And then you're very clear from the start what is expected um, from you. I think for leaders thinking of, um, you know, new people coming into your team is to understand it's important for them to feel that they belong. That's one of our basic human needs, to feel that we have a connection with the people that we work with and that we're part of it, something bigger. And I think, again, that's why it's so important to understand how your job impacts the success of the company. And that's the type of conversations that's important, I would say, in the first few weeks at a new company. Final question, and this has to be addressed. Yes. What is a company's responsibility to an employee, to a new employee, to a new and young employee who is in the space of contributing one's time dedicating one's life and forming impressions which will hopefully for another 40 years be this individual in how he or she contributes to the building of a nation, the responsibilities of a company Mm. to that individual, often never said. Yeah, and uh, that what you've just mentioned is so important because companies sometimes even overlook the importance. I think they think there's a new employee and they don't really even envisage or think, be mindful about what that employee experience is all about. Because, I mean, especially for the first-time um, person, it's not about inducting them into the company, which induction is usually a once-off, you know, daily uh, 
program or agenda that you cover. It's really about onboarding and be very mindful of what is the first 100 days at the company. Do you assign them a mentor? And do you assign a, what we call sometimes an onboarding buddy? So that's someone that's not in the managerial position. It's just a buddy that can help you around and can hold your hand if you, if you have Sometimes you have to ask something and you don't want to go to your manager. So there's a big, big responsibilities on companies to really make sure that you have created the environment for that new employee to be successful in the first three months. And a lot, lot of the times companies are just not aware of that or just not doing that. Because they don't care. Anya van Bierk, thank you so much, ma'am, for your time. Thank you so much. That was it. Four things that every job seeker should know. And if you're an employer, care after, look after and care for your employees. 2114 after the break. Hashtag Health on Monday.